Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. This is season 16, episode 11. We are late, but we are still on time. We got an episode going. Hi, Aid. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Fantastic. Jet lagged. Insert. Anything else? (laughs) (laughs) You guys, so we took last week off because we were both traveling. Um, I traveled to D.C., Tane went a little bit further. Yeah, I went to Nigeria. I haven't been in seven years, which is kind of like a long time for me because I used to go all the time. Um, but it was nice. Got to spend time with family. It was, a, it was a pretty short trip, but maximized it all. And I'm back and I'm paying for my sins now. I drank way too much. So You people <laughs> who take these weekend trips to Nigeria. <laughs> When I was growing up, people would go to Nigeria for a minimum of two weeks. And then suddenly people are like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. I'm going to Nigeria for the weekend. And I'm like, who does that? And that was like a common thing. People are like, oh, I'm going to go on a... How many hours was the flight? And was it Uh, direct? 11 hours. It was direct. That's the advantage of DC. There's a direct flight. I'm going to go on an 11-hour flight and then an 11-hour flight back. It's it's not for the week. I'll say that. Let me tell you who to blame. The vacation PTO system in the country. <laughs> if you haven't been in, with a company for X amount of years where you have all this accrued vacation, you have to plan it out because you can't just travel to one place for the year. So that's what it is. I mean, I'm half kidding, but that's kind of what it is. I understand. You have to space out your time. But we're here. We had to give you guys an episode. So, um, Aid, do you have any housekeeping for the people? Just to let them know the after party will be up. On Tuesday, March 21st, and that Tate has somewhere else to go. So (laughs) (laughs) Allie is going to come join us uh, for the episode this week. Yay! She's very excited. I hope it's an exciting episode because maths, you know, we have guests coming. Please step up. (sighs) I'll warn her. (laughs) We'll get into that. But Tane, what's going on with everybody else? So... I was out of town, didn't have much access. I wasn't online that much, but I wanted to share with you guys that Eric from Atlanta is engaged. He had like this whole thing and proposed to his girlfriend at the Eiffel Tower. And then got like, um, she thought it was just like a nice dinner. So she was all dressed up and he got like professional photographer and got that taken and all that stuff. So yeah, Eric is off the market. Third time's a charm. That sounded like I was mocking him. I'm not. I'm really just saying third time's a charm because it's the third time he's going to get married. So hopefully he's found his forever person. You know, no matter what, how I thought about a person when they were on the show, I'm so happy when they get engaged, when they get married, when they have a baby, because we watch them come to the show and say, this is what I want out of life. Yeah. 
And I am happy that they're, even though the show couldn't do it for them, that they're getting it anyway. Yes. And we are yet to, to have someone who got married after maths and gotten divorced from that marriage. Did that make sense? Because I really don't know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. No one, okay. has, no one's follow up relationship has ended uh, yet. Relationship has ever. ended, but marriages, I guess. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm powering through, guys. So I don't even know if what I'm saying was was making sense. But thanks, A. Thanks. But yeah. So good luck to him, and congratulations to him. Um, Miguel had this post like he just watched um the Last of Us season finale. Are you watching that, A? Uh, no, I'm not watching the last of us. <laughs> I'm going to get to it. It's on my very long list. Uh, I don't even know if you should get to it. Please don't come for me. I'm just one of the few, like, it's one of the few shows. My husband and I have very different tastes and it's one of the few shows that we're watching together, but we are like how many episodes behind? Because it's like one good episode, then it lags, then one good episode, then it lags. And I'm just like, I think I'm supposed to like it because everybody else likes it. But I think to say with my chest, like, I don't know. It's not like the best thing I've ever watched. And I didn't watch the video game. And I hate when people do that. No, I didn't read the book or watch the video game, but it doesn't have a book. But just TV shows that have that, you just judge it based on the TV show, whether you like it or not. And it's just not, you know, top of the cream for me, you know. The only thing that's making me not want to watch it is the fungi. I'm very squeamish. (laughs) I am, but it's not, I don't know. It doesn't affect me. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> Good luck. When you watch it, let me know. Okay, if I ever get to it, okay? <laughs> I know. I'm wondering if I'm even going to finish because we're like three episodes behind, I think. But anyway, Miguel watched it and he said the episode, I wonder what happened in the finale, but it lets him know that you are not, you're meant to be vulnerable. That's a good thing, but you're not meant to be vulnerable with everyone that you meet, that you're supposed to find your tribe. And he's working on that. And I'm like, huh, Okay. I mean, it's a good lesson, but okay. When you have been on reality TV and you write things like that, all people can think is, are you subtweeting somebody? Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. Good luck to him in his journey. Because he seems to be on a journey because the one time he posted, I don't know if I mentioned it, where he said how he was so like sad after the breakup and it was hard for him to get out of the house. So I think he's just going through a breakup is hard. Even when you want it, it's just a huge transition in your life. So maybe he's on a journey and hopefully he comes out on the other side of the journey. Um, Jasmina and Noi met up um, and Noi's boyfriend also made an appearance. And Jasmina was just like, they're cute, cute lovebirds. So good to see they're still friends. And finally, Mike of Mike and Jasmina just turned 30. So they still have relatively youngins because i think we started saying they're going up in age but i guess they were in their 20s when they filmed so he turned 30 and he went to vegas and it looked like he went to the usher show oh yeah which i went to for my birthday kind of and i recommend if anyone's thinking about it but yeah that's a good way to turn 30 so happy birthday to mike did he celebrate with a couple of the other guys too was that in vegas or at home it, I think maybe at home. I did not see anyone. Okay, from the Mark show the Shark and I want to say Steve came to. They posted a picture about celebrating this one's thirtieth. So I was like, did they go to Vegas oh. or they just did something at home? Oh, okay, maybe they did. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Nothing much. But by the next next episode, 
I've had more. <laughs> okay. I just want to mention one thing. I tried to watch Couples Couch, but then I ran out of time. But the only thing that I found shocking was what uh, Virginia looked like. I thought it was Alyssa. I was so confused. I, I don't know what. Is it makeup? Is What did she do to her face? I have no idea. But it's funny you mentioned it because, you know, I said I was going to try the second episode. I did tune in and I noticed her face and I was like, do I want to say this or do I not? Like, I know she messes around with stuff like she's into fillers, Botox and all this stuff. But I can never tell what is what or which is which. And I didn't want to like mischaracterize her or anything. But she definitely looks very different. Very, exactly. Very different. I, when I say what, what did she do to her face? I have no idea if it's makeup, fillers. I don't know what it is, but she looks like a completely different person. Yeah. And no matter how many times I kept on looking at her from different angles, I was like, she just does not look the same. But yeah. I will leave that there. Yeah. Good on you for trying, though. so back to our episode we're going to do things a little different because we're going to go by the couples um this week but abe what were your thoughts on this week's episode i mean it was very difficult to continue to pay attention to such boredom um (laughs) to be perfectly honest i i don't know what i feel about the show it was just like you know, usually in reality TV, I listen to some podcasts as reality TV, TV show producers, and they talk about how you're able to somehow craft a narrative. I don't think they have a narrative this season because everyone doesn't like each other. <laughs> so we're just throwing things, throwing things and hoping something sticks. But you can only do that so much. You can't do that for every episode. You can do that for some filler episodes, but it seems like that's just what we're doing. And every episode feels like, have we met? Is this who that's why last week it feels like we just met a different Kirsten. And it's like, where did you come from? <laughs> what are these um problems you're having? You want more of him? What? So yeah, it's a little disjointed, but you know, we keep trucking, we keep moving and seeing how it ends. So all right, let's start with Kirsten and Shaq. So Kirsten goes and gets her nails done with her friend Chanel and basically repeats what we already know (laughs) that it's taking her time to open up to him but she does say the attraction has grown was that news to you that is news to everybody (laughs) because if she's saying i'm having a hard time opening up to him but we still need to have conversations because she doesn't want him to go into decision day feeling that he doesn't know her i'm like it's all you ma'am like i don't you're the one who needs to open up what more does he need to do I felt like she did concede that she had held back before, but now he was holding back. It's like, I I gave her that in that she understood that she was part of the problem as to why they are, where they are now. But then she immediately flipped it back onto how they can't be both holding back. Okay. Last week when I think she got my bouquet and I'm like, oh, who's this Kirsten? She's trying it. And everyone on Twitter was like, don't fall for it is a ruse. I should have listened because (laughs) I've said this in previous episodes. Words are coming out of Kirsten's mouth. They're not matching or adding up. Like I hear it. I see it come out of her mouth, but something is very off. So the whole... I mean, I was waiting till later to say it in the episode, but there's a low-key gaslighting going on. No matter how low and calm your tone is, you are gaslighting, ma'am. <laughs> like, not a fan. 
Not a fan of that. But I think my most favorite thing about this whole thing was when she said that and her friend was like, really? <laughs> she was so surprised. <laughs> I was like, you and us both, sister, you and us. <laughs> so I'm glad she asked her. She's like, okay, what changed? Um, when she asked her what changed as to, and I think I assume what she meant was how is it that now she wants to hang out with him because he was all over her at the wedding and she wasn't feeling it. She didn't really answer the question what it was, but when she said, I think he's not over the fact that I wasn't feeling physically attracted to him. She didn't say at first, she just says, I think he's not over the fact that I'm not feeling physically attracted to him, but I don't know if that's me just reading too much into it. Or if she really, like, I know she's saying she's attracted to him, but do you think she is actually physically attracted to him? I mean, I don't, I don't have a good read on Kirsten um, at all. So I don't even know. Okay. I don't know her words. I listen to her say things and I don't know if she's being honest. I, I hate to say this, but she seems very cold. Well, funny There's what a- I was. Oh, there's a lack of emotional expression it's funny what i was thinking was every time she speaks that's who felina's comment should be directed to i think she gives the pageant answers what is going to make her look good whether it's true or not she's the one i think that gives those answers but yeah so everybody's celebrating one month and it seems like everybody had a two-parter to well a three-parter like two parts together and then a group dinner so to celebrate their one month, they go roller skating, seem to have a great time together, um, at least in the roller skating part. And then they sit down for dinner. <laughs> I guess they love skating like Shanice and Jeffy. Shanice and Jeffy, that was such a cute date. <laughs> I don't know what this was. Do you know how to roller skate? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you? No, no I do not. I tried it once. I sucked at it and I... Fell and sprained my wrist and never again. Um, I've roller skated. I actually ro- rollerbladed quite a lot when I was a kid. I still have them somewhere. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so dinner. Yeah, the tides change. She said she's enjoying him and all. And the whole time he was agreeing and saying it's been fun. I don't know if you noticed, he did not look at her once. He was very focused on his dinner. And I'm like, just give eye contact. So he asked her what she's looking forward to spending time, looking forward to in their relationship, like in month two or whatever. And she said she's looking forward to spending time with him and making memories. And then he said, I'm looking forward to spending time with your friends and family. Now, I'm not going to lie. I kind of judged him because I was like, he says that it's about learning who she is around different people. But a a part of me feels like Shaq likes being around people. He doesn't like being alone or like in a non, not crowded, but just him and her situation. Maybe his thoughts get too loud or whatever, but I think he's a, he's just an extrovert, I guess is the word. I don't know. Uh, Extroversion or avoiding (laughs) your terrible relationship with your wife by having other people around. I mean, because when he said learning who you are around different people, like if I'm having a hard time getting to know you, maybe let me see you with people that you actually know and are comfortable with to see if I can get to know you. That is very valid. And I didn't want to discount that, but that was my first thought was like, 
why do you never want to do things on your own? Especially if she claims like that's a complaint that she has. It's like he's not home and they don't spend time together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who's telling the truth. Oh, oh that's my favorite <laughs> part of the Shaq and Kirsten show. I'm sorry, the Shaq and Kirsten show. I, I don't know who's telling the truth. It's it's a mystery. It's just going back and forth. I do think Kirsten is trying to eat her cake and have it. You want to be comfortable, but he has to be comfortable too. You want him to say yes on decision day and you want him to trust you, but you're not giving him what he needs to trust you. And when he does give you grace, give you patience, you're saying that you need more and it's just, you know. Yes. I thought it was actually kind of, I hate to use the word crazy, when she said she might not be comfortable having him around her friends and family when she's not sure he's committed. I was like, what? It's the low-key gaslighting for me. The way she flips the script, I have to stop and question myself. I'm like, wait, what? I think it's like a very derogatory thing to say. Yeah. You don't want him around your... I was like, uh, it can't hurt anything. Maybe it won't help anything. But as far as your relationship goes, I don't see how him being around your friends and family can make the situation any worse. Well, she didn't want them to get attached. That's why she got an apartment <laughs> that he can't find. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just a little uncomfortable because like we said, I think Shaq is towards, he's not at the end of the rope yet, but I do think he's headed there. Like, he's just like, what else am I going to do? He's headed towards resignation. Hey, I, if I was him, I would be very, very confused. And I think that's how he is. Yeah. And we're going to get more um, on After Party um, with them. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll come back to them after the group dinner. Okay. So next up is Nicole and Chris and many, many dogs. <laughs> Why does Chris always look scared? He's not. <laughs> but why does he always look like, oh my God, someone's going to get me right now. <laughs> that's just, you know, that's just his resting face. I've realized, I don't think he, yes, he, his resting face is that of a person who looks concerned slash scared all the time. All right. So he has resting scared face, resting anxious face. <laughs> so Nicole's dad comes over. I assume he brought the dog because we have three dogs here. Yeah. And they, you know, chit chat. Nicole gives him a little tour of the apartment. Um, But really what I got out of this interaction was Nicole's dad saying after he talked to Chris that Chris needs big dick energy. Yeah. (laughs) And that you can be quiet and confident and he thinks Chris is, but that he needs to show it. And I'm like, but those of us watching have seen quiet and confident Chris. What are you talking about? Yeah, the conversation was nice because Nicole has been saying only nice things about him and she's happy And until they start with this people-pleasing agenda. We're sick of it. It's not working. He's not people-pleasing. If anyone's people-pleasing, one could argue that Nicole is the one people-pleasing and trying to make sure that he's happy. They're just both trying to make each other happy. How are we going to fault them? We don't have a narrative for the season. This is where we focus and try and create something. It's not working. Not working. If anything, though, I appreciate that because um, it shows me that they're in really good shape. (laughs) The reaching. (laughs) The reaching. (laughs) 
they're reaching on that. But yeah, but it was nice. I mean, it was a nice conversation. I do think that there comes a line where for now it's all cute and stuff like her dad, you know, poking at him and all that, but it should never cross the line of like Brennan and Alexa's dad, where it kind of like crosses the line into being disrespectful at some point, And I guess they don't know each other that well and they're getting to know each other. But at some point, I think just quit it and just accept him for who he is. Big mm-hmm. dick energy or not. If he's medium, if he's small dick energy, if your daughter likes him, just accept him the way he is and let it be. So they're going on their date and Chris decides that he's going to do something big and he can't wait to show her what it is. And I'm like, you know what? I am here for Chris wanting to do something big. And again, he references it and says, she's been so great with everything. And one more time, he says, especially with the dogs and all, I don't care how many times he brings it up. I know some people might be like, okay, how many times is it going to Chris appreciate the hell out of what she did because (laughs) she gave up her baby. (laughs) (laughs) So always tell her that you appreciate it and it gives her the reassurance that she needs. So I am here for it. So always when in doubt, always go big. Like who's going to fault you for that? So, um, he writes a note on there and then he gets like a, it's not a drone. It's like a toy helicopter. Anyone could guess that it was a helicopter ride, but then she's in the room doing her makeup and then he tells her to come out. And then when she comes out, she reads the note and was like, next, take our relationship to the next level. And she's like, okay, playing with toys. I love that. <laughs> Am I the only one who thought that was sex? that she read it as sexual? Yes. Oh, okay. no, you're not the only one. Yes. Oh, I read okay. that as sexual too. Sorry. Okay. She's like, okay, I love that. And then he's like, uh, fam, we're going on a helicopter <laughs> And I love that you're like, anybody wouldn't guess that it's a helicopter ride. I mean, I actually didn't guess that. I was just watching oh, him really? play with a oh. helicopter. And then I was like, oh. And I think it was even in the preview that they were going on a helicopter ride. I still didn't guess. Oh, I didn't even see. You know, I fast forward through all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but yeah. But it was cool. Like, you know, I'm happy for people who enjoy that. My husband asked me once, would you enjoy a helicopter? I was like, in your life, do not do that to me. I don't like heights. I have been on a small plane where someone was showing me a town. I threw up. Don't do that to me. I, mm-mm. not a fun feeling for me. Would you enjoy a helicopter ride aid? Yes, I have been on one. I thought it was amazing. I mean, helicopters are fundamentally dangerous. I have like working knowledge of this. Um, I mean, besides all of the famous helicopter crashes, they are very finicky, very dangerous Why little instruments. Bad um, side of it, aid. What? <laughs> What? I said, why would you pick the bad side of helicopter rides? Now it's even more scarier. But I say all this, but I would still go up on a helicopter ride. <laughs> what do you enjoy about it? Oh, I love being up. I love being able to see everything. Like I just, I'm not, I mean, I get, I'm not afraid of heights. I enjoy okay. being high up. I like going up buildings. I like going on helicopters. I just like being high up. Oh, okay. I think, how does it feel to be God's favored? People that are not scared of heights. Like, I'm scared of heights, and I still force myself to try and do things, but they're not fun. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, I have nothing to prove, and I don't know who I'm proving anything to, so I'm not doing them again. So I do all the activities just to say I've done it, but not helicopter rider. Would you go bungee jumping? No. (laughs) There's a limit? (laughs) There is a limit. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, she seemed excited. Like, even if she didn't like it, I really feel Nicole would be like, best thing ever. 
Of course. So, it's very <laughs> extravagant, too. I don't know if the show paid for it or Chris paid for it. Helicopter rides are expensive. Oh, they are? Yes. What, what are we talking? Like, how much? I would say at minimum, like, 300 but probably more like 500 Oh, that's not bad, at least for a helicopter, right? Oh, I think that's a lot of money. For a TV show, I mean, that's nothing for them. For them, but that's why I'm like, did they pay for it or did he pay for it? They're never paying for anything on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the show's paying for it. So she says that her favorite thing about him is how much he shows that he wants to be with her and that, you know, he always does it on a daily basis. So um, she really appreciates this. And I think this is their thing now. They're always matching. So they're matching in pink, different shades of pink, but they're both wearing pink. I know that's initiated by Nicole and I'm very happy for her. <laughs> and he's going along. So you see, he stood his ground for the flamingo shirts. But for this, he's like, okay, I can do this. So, you know, compromise? Yeah, compromise. <laughs> so they come back and they're watching their wedding video. And watching their video was cute, even though she went off on her makeup, that it was terrible and it's trash. And I don't think it was bad that she didn't like her makeup. It's just the fact that, you know, it's fine to have those feelings, but she just kept seeing it over and over again. And it's kind of like, it's a nice moment. Like, don't ruin it with that vibe, you know? She killed the happy vibe. He, yeah. She was like really bringing him down. Not yeah. really, but mildly bringing him down. And yes. Yes. I could see where he was going and it's just, Nicole, shut up. Please stop talking. <laughs> The man said you look beautiful. Who else were you trying to look beautiful for that day? So moving on. But this is the dynamic of their relationship where it's like, she says she feels like trash. He says you look beautiful. She might think you're just being nice. So of course you're going to say that. And he's like, what else am I supposed to say? Then she could be like, oh, but I don't get to express my true feelings. That's just how I feel. And it's like, okay, so where do we go from here? And then it becomes a stalemate because at some point they've created this narrative that he's just over nice, but I genuinely feel like he feels like she looked beautiful. So that's on her where she has to believe that her husband truly feels that way. She just and has as a to disinterested third party. I'm like, yeah, you looked great on your wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back to discuss the remaining two couples. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming, and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in AltoCall on the podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's AltoCall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, 
Reset Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you could eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. Um, so we're back again with Jasmine and Eris, who are difficult to watch. It's tough because honestly, what is the right thing to do? We've asked this question every episode and there's no right way to handle this. But the repetitiveness. So Eris goes and talks with Harold. And once again, we ask, where's cheese? Um, (laughs) um, And his discussion with Harold is about how he's not attracted to her. I also like, I love it when Eris talks about how he's such a victim of not being attracted to her and having to say it all the time. Oh, it's not fun for me having to say it all the time. And yet you continue saying it. Well, it's not fun for him because it's the true reason. And it just feels like you're, I guess he's feeling bad about it because it translates to like, she's not pretty, but he does feel she's pretty. He's just not attracted to her. I'll give Eris that every time he says he's not attracted to her, he makes sure to affirm that she is pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I found it funny when Harold was like, you got married not to have sex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think when Eris says it's just not the, he just needs a vibe or whatever. Did you, did you catch when he said that? No. He said that he just needs a vibe. Like, you know, like when you're with someone and maybe they're the funny person and maybe they're the person who does this, they have a great sense of humor or whatever, but he's not getting any of that. I'm like, this is coming out terrible because you're kind of implying that she doesn't have whatever it is. And I I know I just used vibe like five minutes ago, but I feel like I used it right. But I might hate the word vibe. I feel like it's the laziest filler word since LOL. Everyone's just like vibe. And it's like, what do you mean exactly with that? Especially when you're saying that, you need that to have that attraction to her. That that doesn't tell us anything. You need the vibe, but what is the thing that you need? So 
I, I, I just think this is a lose-lose situation. She can't change herself. She can't be a different person. And I don't know what's going to change in a month or two. And I'm glad that Harold asked him, do you have a plan? What's your plan? (laughs) (laughs) I thought the rage room exercise, which is what they did to celebrate their one month anniversary was silly and low quality. Cause we saw a rage room in Houston, which the whole concept is kind of uh, to me, but at least that one seemed to have some stuff to smash around. This one seemed a little bare. (laughs) Is it a reality show? If there's not a rage room activity. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I'm glad they did the Rage Room activity. There's no way, I don't know if, I'm pretty sure he didn't think of it. But I mean, earlier when he was saying that he's open to any opportunity and anything to do, when he lists all the people he's opening to list to listening to, he lists Felina as one of them. I'm like, nope, abort mission, nope. Felina, who's against your whole marriage, you should really listen to her. <laughs> but Harold gives the best advice because he's like, if you think she needs more, you either need to give it or you ask her. But for me, I'm like, how do you give what you don't even know what you want? And what's the point? So I don't know why they're dragging this. I don't know what either of them are hoping is going to happen. Do you think Jasmine knows that this is done for real? No, I think that she's like 95% sure that it's done, but she keeps her 5% of hope alive. And what do you think Eris's mindset is? I think he's a very confused man. Um, I really do. Because I don't think that he's completely out of it either. Um, but he does a lot of things to make sure that this thing will not last. <laughs> oh, man. So the second part of their like one month is to go to a winery. Was it a winery? Um, I just thought it was outside and oh, that's true. I don't know what it was. It was like it was like Mike and Jasmina's date. It was outside somewhere. Outside somewhere, they sat down. They look at you know pictures and whatnot, and then they read their vows. And that's where Jasmine kind of challenges Eris. And at one point in his vows, he says that he will put the effort in each and every day. She's like, so, do you think you've done that? (laughs) And he, I mean, Eris is great in some ways because he's honest about the fact that he has not. Um, So that was interesting. Yeah. I think part of why this date was also disconnected is for everyone else, I feel like there was a little part of them in the date. And for this date, it felt like an Eris date because it felt like it was a checked out date. There is nothing that shows whatever interest Jasmine has or whatever Eris likes. Like, at least with Shaq and Kirsten, they both like skating. At least with Nicole and she liked the helicopter stuff. And then the uh, Clint and Gina, they went to the waterfalls to recreate something. Nothing about this day. It was so clinical. It, there's no romance. You're nothing. right. Nothing. And Eris had no input in this. I'm sure they asked him, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know, probably just take out to eat or something. And that that was no thought, you know, put into that. So that's the effort that I think he's missing. Like maybe try whining and dining her and maybe it will do something um, and change something. Because once again, he's blessed with someone that is very flexible. It won't take much to impress her. You think it wouldn't take much to impress her? 
I think at this point she would take anything, but I don't know. I think she's like, I think Jas- Jasmine, I keep wanting to say Jasmine. Jasmine is the kind of person who has a high threshold. So she'll be flexible until when you piss her off, then, the, you know, like with that song, when a woman's fed up, she's not coming back for anything. But I think she's in the likes of um, Shawnee and Paige um, and uh, Mindy, where it's like, just give me something. We can work with that and then grow from there. So that's what I mean by that okay. yeah it's like you have an agreeable person not someone that's like you know not willing to compromise or work with you and it's always annoying that these women get paired up with men that don't appreciate that it's very frustrating so so eric's going into the date and just saying um you know everything has been so overwhelming that i haven't had time to process like we got married then we honeymoon then we moved in together and i haven't had time to process yeah buddy because it's married at first sight i just maybe the reality and the concept are two different things and they don't realize what they sign up for but again 15 seasons ahead you have enough to know what you're getting into so don't act shocked when these things happen but all I think all, I'm really confused by the processing thing. <laughs> I'm like, so if you, what do you mean by I haven't had time to process? Which really has nothing to do with the fact that you <laughs> haven't worked on building your marriage very much. Because everything goes back to your original pro- problem, which is that you're not attracted. But his, this a processing thing sounds very much like an excuse. Like, if I just had more time to think about things, then this would be different. I'm not sure that's true. It's sad. If he was with someone that he was attracted to, he would be doing all he could. So it is what it is. All in all, it was a boring date. I'm sorry. It was. Because, yeah, a date where people don't really care for or like each other. Yeah. Who wants to watch that? Yeah, and she can't do it on her own. Like, on a regular day, he already seems, like, nonchalant about everything. So where do you go from there? But they do a toast. And the toast, Jasmine is like, here's hoping in month two, how optimistic, it's a reset and we're not stagnant anymore. And I'm just like, bless your heart. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, And then from nowhere, I think, not from nowhere, I guess he's been thinking about it. Eris drops the whole, let's not have sex until after decision day. Like that way we take the pressure of when are you having sex? Are you going to have sex and all that? Like it wouldn't be a wait and I'm just, I'm of two minds of this. So I'm just going to ask you, what was your thought? What were your thoughts on that? Um, I had two thoughts. I feel like we're of the, might be of the same two minds. Okay. The good part is, is that it does take the pressure off. And it also, I think, manages expectations because he doesn't have any plans of sleeping with her. Yeah. Um, The bad part is, is once you say that, like Jasmine's reaction to me was still like, sort of how can I convince you to do differently? Like, oh, so we can still build intimacy, but not having sex. I'm like, um, I don't think he really wants to do that either. He's just agreeing to it. Yeah. Your thoughts, please. Yes. Um, yes, I agree with you in the first part. It's like, it takes up the pressure because honestly, this might be the first time I saw some kind of emotion in Eris's face. He's stressed. He's stressed that he came in as the backbreaker No backs are being broke. 
And everyone keeps asking him and he's like, listen, guys, stop making me feel bad already. But on the flip side, it's kind of like what we gave um, Chris shit for. If you're not attracted to her, why are you having sex with her? Because we've seen other couples do that where it's like, okay, I'm not attracted to them, but maybe if we have sex, it will spark something. So I do, I, I mean, I don't want the bar is, is on, I don't want to put the bar on the floor, but I want to give him credit for not going that route because he could easily have sex with her knowing that she's attracted and she's willing to. So him not having sex with her, I think is a good thing. Like, especially if you already know you're not trying to be with her. I think Eris knows he doesn't want to be with her. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. But on the flip side, it was just like a reach because he never says things definitively. And I don't know if that's because the producers are like, you can't hint towards not wanting it or anything. But the way he says it sounds like there might be hope. And at this point, Jasmine is here for any hope that you can get. I agree with her on a regular basis where it was a couple where they might have some kind of hope or whatever. Um, they should work on the intimacy. They can have intimacy without sex and then build onto that. But that's where I wonder, that's why I asked, what do you think Jasmine's mindset is? Because on one hand, I'm like, does she see this as hope or can she read between the lines? Like Aries is done, done. And he's trying to be respectful and not have sex and bounce. I am praying that she's reading between the lines, but I don't have any authority in which to base that besides wishes. Hmm. You know what? Actually, I feel like I'm not giving her enough credit. I think Eris, I'm sorry. I think Jasmine is very well aware of where this is going. I also think that part of the reason why Eris wants to do this is because it also saves them from not being asked questions by production. If they've said, oh, we've agreed not to have sex, then we don't have to answer the question every day about why we're not having sex. Oh, we agreed not to have sex. That's why. Hmm. I don't know. We're just dragging this out because I think everybody and their mama just thinks this is done. At some point, I actually thought, like, in the very early on of the season, I thought, like, oh, there might be some kind of hope, but it doesn't look like Eris is turning a corner. So, yeah. I feel... I won't say I feel bad, but I don't like assign blame to Eris. I think the only part we can blame him for is how he's handled the situation of not being attracted to his wife. And I really can't think of anything he could have done better. Yeah, but it is I, a sad situation. Yeah, it is. I, I That's the thing. I just, I always hesitate to give him credit because it's not like he's handled it the best because he's some, some shit be falling out his mouth. But when I think of past people, I feel like he's trying. He's just that he's failing, but he's at least being cognizant of her feelings in some way. Would you agree with that? Yes. So I don't know if it's a, it's a curve because I'm comparing him to past people, but it's just a shitty feeling all around. I just wish they liked each other and they could make it work. But Me too. Anyways. Um, Clint and Gina, a friend couple. <laughs> Um, before we get into that, they went on a double date with Chris and Nicole. We always wonder how we get the, um, random pairings of people. So I don't know that I'll put these two together, but maybe they were trying to inspire them or something. I I don't know. (laughs) It's weird because I was like trying to remember who said who's best friends with who. And I don't recall Clint and like Nicole and Gina being besties or Clint and 
I thought Nicole's bestie is Kirsten. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, because they live right across the hall. So maybe they're trying I, to mix things up. I don't know. But the the first part of their double date was a comedy bus tour. If I had to do such a thing, like, Lord, just take me now. It It is my idea of a terrible, terrible activity. But was it? I mean, I guess it was comedy. I was like, it's a redneck tour. I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of funny. You, you can do those things. Me? No. Oh, no. I generally don't care for like comedy. And so to be stuck on a bus while someone makes jokes and you have to act like they're funny, there's only four of you on the bus. Well, I think if they chose that activity, maybe it was something they were, and especially since Nicole is not from the South. So she found some things new to her. And I like from the beginning when the host was like, when did you get married? One month. And they said one month. And the, the host was like, oh, we have swingers on the bus. I actually laughed. That, that was, was funny. funny. I'll give her that. So that was funny. <laughs> and then when they were asking what the words were and they were saying that, I definitely thought cooter was, quote unquote, something you eat. So when she said it was a beaver, I was like, it could be both. But then when she said it was a turtle or something, that was news to me because I've definitely seen it. I've definitely seen it being called a cooter. So. Anyway, so those are all the things that I found funny. I will say this. I don't think they choose hardly any of their activities. And this one especially, I was like, the Tourism Board of Nashville is working really hard on this show. (laughs) No, I don't think they choose, but I do think they put effort into putting things that they kind of would like or who would enjoy this. So if they put things like who would be interested in this, I think the four of them were like, oh yeah, we'll try that. That sounds like it could be fun because it also came with a tasting. They're the four who I think would enjoy a tasting also. So I don't think they choose, but I think they kind of align. Hey, would anyone be interested in this? And I actually feel like both couples were like, yeah, we'll try that. We'll okay. do that. So um, Chris and Nicole with the tasting again, because this is the second time we've seen them tasting and they're matching again. We're in the plaids. It's cute. Um, I found the tasting interesting. I definitely want to try this Old Smoky. I did not hear about it. Um, I went to Nashville last year, and I did not know about this. But then by the first tasting, I'll probably be out. But the flavors seem very interesting. PB&J, cinnamon, uh, and things like that. <laughs> I was glad that Old Smoky got so much promotion. <laughs> I think it was funny that Nicole snuck in the I love you, just not to Chris, but to the bartender that was serving them the drinks. But... She got her I love you this week, somehow or some way. Um, she thinks she's being slick. I'm like, you are begging this man. <laughs> begging this man <laughs> indirectly to tell him that he loves you. Um, which I understand. I understand. But it's just very obvious, Nicole. Very, very obvious. I like the conversation that they had. I mean, I don't know who made Nicole marriage counselor, but okay. Um, I think someone... I, I can't quote verbatim, but someone tweeted and was like, Nicole enjoys being a wife or she settled into the wife role really quickly. It makes all the sense now. Like I got it, but now I make like, she's just like the PTA mom all the time for all of the couples. <laughs> but she's asking the questions about um, Clint and Gina's dog. I think it's so cute how much Clint loves Gina's dog. So when they divorce, I don't know how that's going to work. She better stay in the same building. Uh, okay. <laughs> what, you don't, 
Wait, what's, what does that mean? It means that once they're divorced, poor Clint is never seeing that dog again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's cute. Um, and then they had the whole change my name conversation and it became a thing. And he, again, the whole thing was cute because Clint was basically implying like, you know, um, Gina would have to take his name as a family. I understand keeping your own name, but for the sake of this conversation, I think they were all on the same page here. It's not like he was forcing anyone to take their name. Um, she seemed like she was open to it. They're talking about kids. Basically, my point is, he was talking about the future and it seemed like Gina was in there and he was saying like, she's a world top class woman and all that. I'm like, who doesn't like uh, compliments? That was great. I thought it was just, here I go. Good vibes. But mine's make sense. You know what I mean by good vibes? <laughs> I was really annoyed by the changing your last name conversation. Okay. Particularly when Nicole's like, it's a lot administratively. You have to go to this office and that office and do this thing. And he says, that's a cop out. And I'm like, you're not the one who's about to do it. So be quiet. <laughs> and I really doubt Clinton has ever had a conversation with a woman who changed her last name about how long it took. That is true. But this makes it awkward. What I'm about to say, I don't doubt that is not, but I know everyone says that I did not find it stressful. I did not have to go to any office. I just had to take a passport photo and everything else. I just dropped in the mail. Like I did something online and then that was it. So I know when everyone says, oh, it's such a long journey or whatever. It took me like by a month. And that's I, waiting for the mail to come back. I have not heard that from many other people. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think a lot of it depends on your state and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it is an administrative burden. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is. I just feel like a lot of things now, I can't tell you how many forms and things I fill on a daily basis for None things. And I've had ones that were more intense. Hell, a job application is more intense than filling the forms. I'm not even going to lie because you have to put in all your job education and all that kind of stuff. The most stressful thing to me is still just my Chase credit cards. This is something that's heavy on my heart. I cannot change that for nothing, but everything else just changed like quickly. So every time the conversations I had, I'm always quiet about it, but I'm just like, honestly, it was not the hardest form that I've ever had to fill in my life. But I also use like a uh, there was a company. I can't remember what it was. You just fill out one time and then everything else was just the same. I don't know, but. Okay. So you used a service. <laughs> no, but it wasn't. I Whether it's a small administrative burden or a large administrative burden, it only falls on one gender 99.9% .9 of the time to do so. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it should, it's the decision of the woman, whether they want to or not, Nicole seemed like um she was, but Clint was wrong in saying like, it sounds like a cop out because she wasn't even saying that she didn't want to not do it. She just said it's a lot. And she wasn't in that headspace yet to do it. And I don't know. It's not, it's just been a month. Why would you start changing your name now? I mean, Nicole is a fan of the show. If she's a fan, she knows that Clara went ahead and changed her name. And then it was a big pain in the ass to change it back. Sheila changed hers during the show. I was more impressed with how quick it was for her to do it because she gave um, Sheila from Chicago and she gave Nate her driver's license with her new name while they were on the show. And I'm like, well, that was impressive. But I don't, I, I, I don't recommend doing it like so soon. I know I waited years, so. <laughs> and it wasn't, so, yeah. 
I do. Every time I see Clint and Gina together, I'm like, why can't this work? Yes, I have <laughs> that thought too. All the ingredients are there. Do you what if think they say yes on decision day? That's what crosses my mind. I'm like, what if they just do it? Do you think they've now for real, for real, gotten over Slendergate? I don't know. The lack of intensity. The other people who kind of aren't working out have a lot of intensity to their not working out. Clint and Gina almost seem too chill. And that too chillness to me reads as not that invested. Mm. But then is that not the best way? Because it could unexpectedly, you spend so much time, honestly, because it's not even like just the words. Just her body language in the confessionals when she said something and this her smile was so wide because if you take off all the expectations and then you're chill and you're just doing activities and you're having fun and you're like, you know what? I am having fun with this person. I feel good about myself when I'm with this person. Who knows what that could be? I'm hopeful, but I, I see the lack of intensity as a reason to actually be more on the, this is not going to work side. Yeah. <laughs> it's always safer and when mass when in doubt go with they're not gonna be together <laughs> and then be pleasantly surprised if they do <laughs> exactly um but yeah after their double date and their many many tastings um clint wakes up the next morning and has a hangover i was already like shading him like man this man is not letting go of his jamaica shirt <laughs> i find out that they're recreating the whole thing to the waterfalls and i thought that was a cute idea i wonder whose idea it was actually I hope it like gets them get rid of their bad juju around Jamaica. And I think it did. Yeah, I think so. Like I said, if this was friends at first sight, they're crushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then Gina does mention that this is what she's looking for in a marriage. She's looking for someone who is loyal, compassionate, strong sense of humor and adventurous. And she has all that with Clint. I'm like, so what's the problem? (laughs) I guess it's the attraction thing like Eris. But they're just not saying it again. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what's funny? When Eris and uh, Jasmine, when they were showing their package, he was leaving, I don't know what it was, to go see Harold or go out. He gave Jasmine a kiss on, on the lips. I saw that. But I still and, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly, the cameras were there. <laughs> But I mean, it just seemed like it was the usual something. I know Eris was the one who initiated that, but Clinton and Gina, I don't think are doing that. So I'm just, I don't know what's better hanging out and nothing. I don't know. This is confusing. We don't want homework guys. <laughs> um, Gina just said that she's feeling hopeful and she can definitely see a future with Clint. I think those were very strong words. I think they make everybody say that they can see a future with everybody, no matter how bad things are. And they make them say it like one weekend or two days in when they still like each other. And then they just recycle that footage. Hmm. Okay. Cause she, didn't she say it in a sit down interview, not in a, an on the fly. You're absolutely right. So it was. <laughs> so suspicious. <laughs> well, when they were having their um, oxtail dinner, it was nice seeing him compliment her and vice versa. So it was good. All right. So then there's a group dinner to celebrate their one month anniversaries. So they all get on the bus. The bus looks pretty nice. Um, yeah. And they go to this place. 
The thing that I noticed about them sitting down is I was like, it's kind of good when one couple drops out because it's a lovely four-sided table. <laughs> and there's one couple on each side of the table. <laughs> and then we get started with the Nicole interrogation tour. <laughs> Nicole is in everybody's business this dinner, and it's not cool. It's not cool at all. She's the Gil of the season. She's worse than Gil. <laughs> they go around speaking about the status of each of their marriage. It's not really, again, how many times are we going to hear the same things? Clint and Gina just say that they're bonding. Eris really had nothing to say. I mean, Jasmine, one more time, I'm attracted to him. And... From nowhere, I guess Eris just asks, like, how is married sex? Is it different from single sex? I'm just like, where, where is that coming from? But it's also like, how does that affect you and Jasmine's trajectory? They're asking about what you guys are doing. So if they say it's good or it's not, but I mean, Nicole answers, like, you know, they know they have the rest of their lives, so it takes away that pressure, but they also want to do it all the time. But that that's really all we got from everything. And then the, the main highlight of the dinner, honestly, I felt like this was a pretty uneventful dinner <laughs> compared to other seasons. But the main highlight was um, Shaq and Kirsten because they asked about them, like, is there chemistry? Is there not? And Kirsten's like, there's a little. And then I threw my hands in the air. I'm like, how can she say there's a little chemistry? You just said that you just want him around and you want to touch him, kiss him, be around. And Shaq is just like, I give up on this girl. I don't know what she's trying to say or what she's not trying to say. But he's like, just like, I think there on my end, I think there is chemistry, but I don't know. And then Nicole out loud says, it looks like this is a sore subject for you guys. <laughs> and then Shaq gives her a look. <laughs> I was surprised that they did not address... Maybe it was just a look, but I just felt like Shaq was really annoyed with Nicole and they really didn't address his annoyance with Nicole because he was too busy actually focusing on his relationship, which has many other <laughs> issues, I to even he, spend the time to be annoyed with Nicole. I thought he was annoyed with Kirsten. That was my... Yes, I thought he should have been annoyed with Nicole too. Oh, oh, I see. Well, if... If we are giving benefit of the doubt and maybe the producers made her ask that question, he can't really be annoyed with her if she has to ask. If. If. Huge if. Because it seems like it's in her personality anyways, but who knows. Um, but after the group dinner, they're back home and Kristen is acting all like she doesn't know what just happened. And it's like, that was fun. What did you think? And he's like, uh, what was that about? And she's like, what did I say? It, I was so annoyed by the whole, <laughs> how are you acting shocked about what you said? And he's like, I feel blindsided. Like, you know, you've never told me any of this. Like, why can't you just tell me that that's what it is? And she's like, and I thought it was fair for him to ask. And how, she turned it around in the most, the best magic trick I've seen this season and says, well, you don't ask me how I feel. He's like, what? You can't just say it on your own. She's like, well, I ask you. So if I ask you, then you should just ask me back. And I'm like, oh my God. This the audacity. Oh. I, I, I couldn't believe when she just very calmly looks at him and says, well, you didn't ask me. 
So the only way he's supposed to find out things that he should know is if he directly asks you at the right time in the way you want to be asked, in the manner you want to be asked. Kirsten has a lot of requirements. It's too much. It's not even realistic. So then when you say you're going to work on your vulnerability, what part are you working on if he has to be the one to read your mind and ask you questions? There's just a lack of ownership. There is. There is. But yeah, Shaq is just frustrated. He says like that means this relationship is on Kirsten time and he can't keep doing that. And he says he can't keep being with someone who has a guard up with someone who actually wants to be with them. Like, what is he going to do? So that's how the episode ends. But it's just that look, the tone, the words. And she stares at him like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's just, it infuriates me. <laughs> I think some people, when they are met with emotion, kind of shut down. Because they feel like they have to bring the tenor down. And I wonder yeah. if Kirsten is one of those people. Um, but I just find that I'm like, it's not really serving you, you know? As a viewer, it looks like he has a, he cares and it looks like you don't care. Yeah. But he sheds more light on after party. Well, it's not sheds more light. It's the same thing. But I guess Kirsten just has an issue, like you said, with emotion. And I don't know how you fix that in eight weeks. Well, now four weeks. <laughs> all right guys we'll see what happens in the next four weeks so Tane, who has your bouquet this week um my bouquet goes to chris and nicole i'm gonna be basic because they just had a date that they both enjoyed they both have their matching outfits and for chris for recognizing that he should still be showing appreciation for the dog forever and ever and ever until they say yes on here who has yours chris and nicole i mean i could try to give it to somebody else but the only people i enjoy watching who make me happy watching them together who are adorable are chris and nicole even when they're arguing about the wedding pictures and her looking back i would rather watch them than any of these other sad sack couples (laughs) (laughs) who has your burnt ashes oh kirsten has my burnt ashes mostly for making me feel like a fool and thinking that she turned around, but we have a long way to go on this. And just, it just feels, it feels bad. I, I feel bad for Shaq. It's like, what is your motivation if you don't seem to be growing? Who has yours? Uh, it goes to Nicole's dad (laughs) (laughs) for saying that Chris needs big dick energy. Chris is perfectly fine the way he is. Leave the man alone. He is quiet and he is confident. We as the viewers are seeing it. I don't know what you're seeing. Here, here. Agreed. That's it for this episode, you guys. You can find Tane on the Rewatch with Nana. They just finished covering season 6A of Sex and the City. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. We love hearing from you guys. We're available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a review as well. Don't forget Ali will be on our next episode and that new episode will be out on Friday. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.